Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
She said she's nervous, but y'all pray for me because I got a half mind. I pray I'll mess her up. <laughs> I'll pray for her and you pray for me. <laughs> I'm going to give you a chord I don't even remember. Huh? Okay. Oh, Thank mm-hmm. you. 
the angels can sing any better than that, they're going to have to get on. Yeah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I saw Jenny get up. You go do next. <laughs> No, seriously, enjoy the good singing. Anybody else? Anybody else want to bless us with the music? I'm telling you, I could almost preach myself right now. Eddie, do you want to sing one more? No, I do not. You want to play one more? I just had to shake this morning. Just before I come, I'm sort of weak. Thank you. Whatever you want to do, we'll. No, we can't. Well, good morning. It's good to be good here with you. It looks like maybe the sun may be trying to come out. It was rainy and dreary this morning, but it's uh, always bright and sunny in God's house and a good way to start the week off and the day off. So <clears throat> we do uh, welcome everyone out tonight or today and uh, remind you that uh, tonight the youth, well, I say you, there'll be a bowling party. It's for Anyone in the church, so uh, you're welcome to go from 3 to 5, and then uh, I think uh, 6.30 we'll have the uh, board meeting. Uh, the plaque for the building is ready to be viewed. If you haven't seen it, it's, uh, I think, inside on this table. Oh, over here, okay. So uh, <clears throat> if you want to look at the uh, design or the outline of the uh, proposed fellowship, it's now available. Uh Next Sunday, being Mother's Day, we men at Pleasant Hill are going to cook breakfast for the ladies. Uh, I hope they survive. But, but if uh, next year, when you have your fellowship hall here, then that's something maybe the men here can do for the women in the church, is cook breakfast for them. So that's, uh, that's one of the benefits that maybe... Uh, uh, well, just, just be sure your insurance is paid up and everything. So, but seriously, uh, that is one of the benefits that uh, the fellowship will give to you. We uh, will be cooking breakfast for them. Uh, so, uh, and then uh, also next Saturday during your yard sale, we are having an all-day auction in which church, Pleasant Hill, is serving breakfast and dinner uh, on the Gowan property there on Highway 66. So I've got two things. I've got the sale here and the sale there. So uh, makes it rough trying to be two places at one time. So we'll try to get it worked out to where I can support both. But uh, anyway, let you know that is what's uh, on tap. Uh, one other thing I put back in the bulletin, it was several wasn't here last week, and I mentioned uh, talking to the youth, the ones who are 12 years old or older, and see if there's any interest in them going through a confirmation class. Uh, it would, as I said, it would take a commitment not only by the youth, but for the parents, because it would run probably five or six weeks. 
what it is, it sort of covers all of the Methodist theology, what the Methodists stand for, what they don't stand for, covers the book of discipline, uh, and just gives a general idea of what the church, how it operates, what they believe in. And some sometimes come out of the confirmation class and come to accept Jesus Christ uh, as a result of it. So think about it. Uh, I don't know that summertime would be a good time to schedule it because uh, everybody having vacations and parents schedule. Because like I say, it takes five or six weeks to go through it. Uh, if you're interested, let's talk about it. Uh, if not, then we can just uh, go on and uh, maybe later on bring it up. So that's what I had to mention. Or, so good to see Bonnie and Peggy with us. Good to see David. We missed him. Of course, we've been missing Francis due to the fact that uh, John's been working. And uh, Heather and Joe, good to have them back and hear the news. Who? Carter. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm sort of trying to work around and see the ones that haven't been here. Uh, we've been missing them uh, and have overlooked anybody. Okay, yeah, glad to have you with us. Okay, glad to have you with us. Uh, and of course always uh, as we start our bulletin off with the welcome to any of our visitors and invite them if they don't have a home church to consider coming and being a part of our services on the Sunday morning so we do welcome everyone here this morning and as we get ready to go to the Lord in prayer and start our service who do we need to lift up in our prayer of course we've got Body, you got one more treatment. One more treatment. And then you have your surgery on then June eighth. And then I have twelve more treatments. Twelve more treatments. So it will be still a drawn out process to go through this uh, procedure. So we still want to lift her up in our prayers. And of course, uh, also remember Peggy as she does all she can to uh, do for Bonnie. And uh, I know it's uh, uh, rough on her, but uh, it's uh, we're just. Glad that uh, Bonnie has Peggy there with her to sort of look after and uh, take care of her. And uh, others, that, uh, I was just looking through uh, the uh, ones that's been on our list here for several days. I guess Wednesday night, uh, Max Stewart was mentioned. Who, uh, I don't know who it was not mentioned. Uh, or what the uh, he oh, he passed away? Okay, I guess that's, uh, we want to remember then the family of Mac Stewart as he uh, passed away. Then also we had a funeral there at uh, Pleasant Hill this past week, Ian Taylor, which was uh, Ellen Hooker's mother, Bill, and has the trucking firm. So we want to remember that family. Uh, Kathy Sullivan, I believe he mentioned this morning, she had gone through her surgery. Who was it? Yeah. Uh, I talked to somebody yesterday, and they said she'd come through her surgery really good, and she was on her way home. Okay, that's, that's a joy that uh, things have gone good so far, but still uh, 
we still need to remember because there are always complications can come up and show up. So want to remember. Uh, did Brenda leave? Okay, so we want to remember Brenda. Uh, she uh, had several doctor appointments. Uh, and is May the 8th, uh, not the, the 20th, when the, Joyce has her surgery? Okay, remember uh, Joyce, uh, she had the MRI and it came back showing that uh, she had some uh, ligament troubles in her knee where she twisted it. And she'll be having surgery on the 20th at Lakeway, right? Yeah, and they're the, doing macroscopic, macroscopic surgery. Okay, I'll tell you what, the one day, same day surgeries? Okay, so let's remember Joyce on the 20th as she goes through her uh, surgery for the repair on the uh, ligament damage. Uh, others we need to lift up, other than the ones that we've had here in our uh, Lists our prior chain for several days and weeks. Remember our sister Michelle, and then we've got two people at work that their parents' mother has cancer, and her name is Sharon and Linda. Remember them? You say Karen? Sharon. Sharon and Linda? Linda. And remember Mom and me and my family. Okay, remember uh, Carrie's family, her needs are, and there's two. Uh, new ones, Sharon and uh, Linda, that uh, work with her, that uh, their health problems. So, want to remember them. Uh, Tammy White, uh, we've mentioned her. She goes to the ninth in North Carolina to see the doctor. The ninth of this month, I'll be uh, a week from the bar. Right. Okay. Remember that lady. Okay, a leader and Bob. And I had some tests run and, and they were good so far, but we got a couple more tests to go. Okay, so let's remember. Also with Alita and uh, Bob, remember Ron and his tests that he's waiting the results on. So uh, pray that they come back with the results he's looking for. Uh, others that we need to lift up. Pam? Yes. So it's a, a year, is it? That's what they say. Cancer or anything? It's her liver failure. Liver, okay. So remember, Brandy's need there, and this uh, for Pam. Others? Remember the Condra family. The who? The Condra family. Condra? Yeah. Is that with a C or a K? See, okay, others, any unspoken, let's go to the Lord. Almighty God, as we gather here today in your house, we come thankful for many, many blessings. Father, we're thankful for the joy reports that we hear. The ones who are getting good test results back. Those who are 
gone through surgical procedures and everything seems to be working good for them. The Father, we pray for the ones who are still facing the knife and the uh, operations that they are having to go through for their medical problems. We just ask that you would be with them and be with their doctors as they go through these uh, procedures and just bring them safely through, Father, is our prayer today. We, we lift up all of our friends who we have had in our prayer requests for many weeks. The new ones that we add today, Father, we're just as concerned for them as all the ones that we have lifted up over the past few weeks. As we lift these names up, you know the name, you know the need. But we know, Father, that you answer according to your will, not ours. You answer according to your schedule. And we're just thankful, Father, for the help that you bring to each one. As you reach down from heaven and touch each individual and bring to them the healing, the wisdom, whatever it is they need. We're just thankful, Father, that you are there for each one of these individuals. We're thankful, Father, for the news that Joe gave us this morning about the pending birth of their baby, and we're just thankful, Father, that this will be a wonderful addition to the family and everything will go good for the mother and the child. Continue, Father, to bless each one of us as you have in the past. Bless this church and the activities that we have scheduled. Be with our people today as they gather at the bowling alley for the fellowship and the camaraderie that goes with just being as a group. And as we gather tonight for our board meeting and our church services again, bless us through this meeting tonight. Wednesday night as we gather for Bible study and then next Saturday as the ladies gather for the yard sale and then next Sunday as we gather again for our worship service, especially on this special day for the mothers. We just ask that you would bless each one of these individual events and just make it a blessing for each one involved. Now go with us, Father, through the rest of this service, the remainder of this day. Lead God and direct us the way that you would have us to go. For these things, Father, we ask in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. At this time, if our ushers will come forward, we'll receive our tithes and offerings. <coughs> Father, we thank you again today as we receive this offering in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. He who has done so much for us, now may we in some small way repay and help someone in need today by this offering that we are receiving in his name. May they realize how much your son loves and cares for them. Also that this congregation shares that same concern and willingness to help. So Father, we receive this offering today 
In your son's name, as we give him all the thanks, honor, and glory for what he has done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today, before we take communion, we want to talk just a little bit about all of the opportunities and promises and things that God offers to us, and I titled my sermon as Jesus Gives Us Life, which he certainly does, and I used 1 John chapter 5, verse 11 through 14, which says, and this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. These things I have written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And if we know that he... Hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Today, as I said, the message was titled, Jesus gives us life. He is the only one, as we talked, I guess, last week, maybe the week before that. He is the only one that can give us this eternal life. Coming through him to get to the Father in heaven. So, as we read our scripture, and one of the sentences that was pointed out in the scripture says uh, that he gives us eternal life. Then we read over in 2 Peter uh, verse 4 where it says that we are given chapter 1 in Peter uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 4 says that we are given great and precious promises. Well, how, what more precious could be 
the promise of knowing that when we leave this earth, we're going on to our eternal home in heaven. So that is the most precious, the most wonderful gift that he has given to us. But until that happens, let us look at some of the promises that he has given to us and made to us that's going to make our life here on this earth more happy, more wonderful, and more enjoyable, not only for us, but also for the ones that we come in contact with, the people that we associate with. We want them to have a good time, don't we? We don't want to be uh, the type person that uh, always, as you might say, ruins the party. When we come up to a group of people, we don't want them to be uh, looking forward to us as, oh, there comes old so-and-so, he's going to uh, spoil everything. We want them to accept us. We want to be a part of them as they are and to do the things that fits in with their uh, agenda and to be a part of their uh, group, part of their activities and be welcomed in. So some of these promises will enable us to fit that uh, definition or way that we need to be behaving to meet these expectations. So John 14 uh, Chapter 14, verse 27 says, or tells us, says, Peace I leave with you. Well, now, when we talk about peace, I guess the first thing that comes to our mind is uh, we're looking for the stopping of all wars and armed conflicts, all the hostilities that's going uh throughout this world of ours, all of the uh, meanness, the uh, activity, crime, and everything that seems to be so rampant today. And we, we look for peace. We look for a stopping of these attitudes, these warfares, these uh, hostilities. But we know, deep down in our minds and our hearts, we know that there's not going to be peace until Christ comes back and sets up his kingdom and sets up things the way, he had, the way he had it designed years ago when he first created man and uh, put Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. That was, that was the perfect creation. That was the way God intended things to be. But the devil worked his way into the garden and created sin and we have been on a downward slope ever since. And we're going to be there until Christ comes back. And we did the song this morning, Come Home, It's Supper Time. You just wonder how close it is to God saying, Come home. We're living in a perilous time today. We're we're seeing things happen. We're seeing prophecy fulfilled right before our very eyes. And we just wonder, how much longer is it going to be till God says, come home? I have a supper prepared for you in that mansion that I went to prepare for you. So 
until that happens, we need to continue to live the best we can to obey the will of God in all the things that we do. So peace, I leave with you. What kind of peace are we talking about? We're talking about an inner peace, a contentment, a satisfaction that exists within our minds, within our hearts, to where we want to be acceptable. We want to be cooperative. We want to do the things that will uh, make people uh, live a better life, to enjoy our company, and to want to see us come and not dread seeing us come because they know that we're going to throw a wrench in their ideas or in their plans. We want to be cooperative. We want to be accepted. So we have, a, we have an inner peace, a peace that gives us an idea of how to see things and to understand things more clearly. And above all, it gives us a peace and a contentment that allows us to see other people's ideas and other people's viewpoints. We don't get our way on everything. We have to accept the fact that people we associate with, they have their ideas, they have their ways. And we have to work together. We have to be acceptable and willing to be a part, to be a part of their activity and do the things that they enjoy doing just as we expect them or would like for them to accept us for what we are. So this inner peace gives us a perspective on life that helps us to understand and see things more clearly and hopefully be a better person, a better Christian, and more receptive to the people that we associate with. Then we read in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28, uh, the familiar statement or verse that we're familiar with, where it says, Come unto me, all ye who are hurt, uh, burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. People, we live in such a busy world today. We're always on the run. Always, there's always somewhere we've got to go. I don't care what we do. Where we're at, we've always got somewhere else to go. I've got, I've got to be at such and such place at a certain time. We never have time to do things in a slow manner to where we can enjoy, appreciate what we're doing, appreciate who we're with, because we're always busy, busy, busy. You know, we think back about our parents, our grandparents, all the things that they were able to accomplish, the things that they got done that we don't even come close today to even being near to doing what they were able to do. Sundays, they found time to go to church as a family. After church, they found time to gather as a family, sit around the dinner table, talk about things that they had done during the week, things they had planned for the coming week, and just have a, a general overall discussion of things in general. We don't have 
We don't see that today because we don't have the time, or so we say. I look at it as an excuse, not something that we have to do. But just stop and think. All the things that our parents and grandparents were able to do. And think today of all of the modern equipment, all the gadgets we have. Microwaves, electric stoves, freezers, you farmers, all the big farming equipment. Making things easier. Should, it should give you more time. But it seems like with all of this modern technology and equipments and time-saving devices, we have less time. Who's to blame? We are. If we wanted to take time, if we wanted to do the things that need to be done. We can find the time. But it's much easier to find an excuse. It's much easier to blame someone else or something else. So we have ourselves to blame. We could do better. We should do better. We should spend more time together. And if we did, if we had more family time, there might be less trouble with our teenagers. There might be less trouble in our court systems. It'd be worth a try, wouldn't it? We never know, we never know what we could do until we try. Then another promise or another thing he gives us, it's not a promise, but it's a thing, is he gives us instruction. And that's right here in his word. We've got to study his word. We've got to read and study just what he has in mind for us, how he wants us to do it. How do we go about achieving the goals and the things that we want to see accomplished? God has a plan for us. If we'll just follow it. So it behooves us to know what the word of God says. And how he plans us to carry out whatever he has in store for us. Opportunity he gives us. Opportunities galore. Not only here within the confines of this church. Just second, all the different jobs that has to be done here in this church just to, just to have a church service. Your Sunday school teachers, your Sunday school superintendent, your pianists, your song leaders, the chairman of the board, the committee, the, diff the different committees that serve carrying out their activities and their plans and make, making sure that everything is up to date. Your treasurer takes care of all the financial dealings. So there's all kinds of opportunities here within this church that God gives to us to serve him or to serve the church. 
And if we want other activities, then there's all kinds of charitable opportunities out here in the community. Seeking volunteers, people to do the work. Work that will bring some joy and cheer into someone's life. Especially volunteering around the hospitals and nursing homes. These candy strippers and all the different uh, volunteers that makes life more pleasant for the elderly, the sick. So there's all kinds of opportunities. And you know, I've come to hear people say, when asked, and I used to be the superintendent over one of the churches, and asking people to serve on committees or to serve as a Sunday school teacher, they'd say, well, I can't do it, or I'm not qualified. You know, I come to the conclusion what they were really saying was I don't want to and that's that's sad that's sad when you're asked to do a job within the confines of this church and you don't want to do it now you may say I don't know how well somebody will show you somebody will teach you somebody will work with you God will equip you if you don't if you really don't know how. God will give you the knowledge. He will equip you to do the job he wants you to do. So opportunities galore. But I guess the greatest promise that he has given us, the greatest thing that we look forward to is that he has given us an escape. Escape from temptation, escape from the devil. And that comes certainly by knowing his word. And that goes back to we need to read and study and know what the word of God says. Remember when Jesus was tempted out of the desert by the devil? What did he do? He quoted scripture. You see, the devil, he can't stand scripture. Scripture scares him to death. He'll flee at the very mention of scripture. So when we're tempted... God has given us that escape from the devil through his word. But the greatest escape that he has given or is offering to us is an escape from this old sinful world that we're living in so that we know when our time here comes to an end, then our escape takes us to our heavenly home that he has prepared for us. Remember, I go to prepare a place for you, and where I am, there ye may be also. A promise that God has prepared for each one of us who know him and accept him as our Lord and Savior. So God makes many promises. And as we've said before, we know the promises that he makes you can put them in the bank. He, they are true. They, they come true. So we don't have to worry about any promise that God may make to us, whether he's going to keep it or not. We know everything he says is 100% comes true. And so today as we take communion, as we prepare 
enter into this month of May. As we have activities planned, as we have things that we need to do, maybe things that we haven't done, we've been putting off, we need to catch up. We need to get our life in order. This is our opportunity today to commit to God that I am going to do what I need to do. I am going to fulfill the promises I made to you many years ago. The promise I made to you yesterday. Whatever. Doesn't matter who you make. A promise is a promise. And we don't need to break it. We need to fulfill. We need to hold steady. We made a vow to God. And that vow is still just as valid today as it was the day we made it. God hasn't broken it. We may have. But God still knows. God still remembers. Everything we have promised Him. Are we holding true to our promises? So as we take communion today, this is the time to re-examine your, yourself. Just where do I stand? What, what am I doing? What, what do I need to do? What do I need to improve on? Or what do I need to get rid of? It works both ways. Our things to need to improve on or add to our <coughs> curriculum or our things we need to get rid of because they're dragging us down. They're holding us back. We don't want to be held back. We want to go forward serving God every way we can, anytime we can, anytime we're called upon. We need to respond. We need to answer. So this is your opportunity as we come, as we remember. Remember, Jesus told his disciples, when you take of this bread, remember the things I have done. When you drink of this cup, remember all the things I've done for you. It's a time to remember. It's a time to, if we need to recommit, Time if we need to get serious, as I mentioned a while ago. We're living in days in which we're seeing things happen. If you're not a Christian, to be scared. Time could be running short. So it's a time we need to reevaluate and just see where do we stand. As we come to the communion table today. <coughs> On the night that Jesus met with his disciples there in the upper room, preparing them for the events that was going to transpire the remainder of the night, knowing that. This was the time in which he was to be uh, arrested, tried, convicted, if you call it convicted, and led away to be crucified. So as he prepared his disciples for it, 
as he took the bread and as he gave thanks and blessed it, he said, this is my body. As often as you take or as often as you eat of this bread, this body, I ask that you do it in remembrance of all of the deeds and all the things I have done for you. Later, when the meal was over, he took the cup again as he gave thanks and blessed it. <coughs> again, he tells his disciples, this is my blood which was shed for you on the cross. As often as you drink, Remember the things I have done for you. I give it to you as a new covenant for the remission of your sins. The old ways, the old ways are past. They're gone. We're living under a new covenant now. We're living under the covenant of the blood of Jesus Christ. Your salvation is brought to you by the shed blood poured forth from that cross. And that's the only way we have salvation. It's through this shed blood of Jesus Christ. No other way. So today, as we come, as we partake of this broken body, shed blood, it's just as effective today as it was 2,000 years ago today giving to you salvation, giving to you a home, waiting for you in heaven, through eternity. So that's what we offer today. That's what Christ offers to you today. So we invite you to come. Take of the body and blood of Jesus Christ. Committing yourselves to serving Him. We'll give Samuel, she'll play for us. The body of Christ, broken for you. The blood of Jesus Christ, shed for you. Let's go ahead and get Eddie, since he's, I won't ask him to, Good luck to have me walk. Would you come this week?
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.